Thanks, Mike Dominic. We want to say thanks, Mike Goldstinson. We want to say thanks, Mike Thinos, too. We want to say thanks to all those Michaels. If you want to join the ranks of these heroic Michaels, head over to patreon.com slash y'all heard and become a patron today. A patron, a patron, a patron, a patron, a patron, a patron, a patron. Y'all heard. heard a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related. Also, we are in like a lamb. We're in a lamb. <laughs> An L A M. B. We're, and, oh we're, God, I forgot to spell lamb. In like a lamb because it's first show of March. <laughs> we're in like a Look, lamb. Look, I thought these shorter ones would be easier, but they're not. Okay. <laughs> We can go back to our old format if you prefer. No, that's not, that's not easy. <laughs> okay. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Pete, I already asked you how you are because pull behind the curtain. This is our second one in a row. Uh, but Pete, what's one thing you're looking forward to this week? I wasn't prepared for this question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This isn't even the icebreaker. Uh, what's something I'm looking forward to this weekend uh, or this week? Um, I mean, this isn't an icebreaker, so if you want, you can say um, nothing. Hey, Marissa, you know what I wanted to tell you about? <laughs> what? I wanted to tell you about a great discovery that I made recently. Okay, this counts instead. You know how when you open the Netflix app? Yeah. And, like, movies just start playing when you put your mouse over them? Yeah. Or, like, your yeah. little... They actually have a checkbox where you can turn that off now. Oh, okay. Now, you don't sound as impressed as I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but people complain about this all the time, and Netflix wouldn't budge. I'm for not not impressed. Years. <laughs> oh, so you've been following this conversation yes, for years? Absolutely. <laughs> Interesting. And okay. they just they just sort of like bloop, dropped it well, out there. Well, it's good. Good to know that Netflix is listening. Marissa, what are you looking forward to this week? <laughs> oh, the fact that I have off on Friday. Very nice. That's all. I don't. Uh, wait, did I have to have an icebreaker again? No. Oh, okay. Icebreaker. I had an icebreaker, but it was more time-consuming, so instead I'm just going to... Sw- <laughs> I'm going to consult our list of the, like, only list of icebreaker questions you'll ever need. Okay. Okay. Would you rather always be slightly late or always be super early? Super early, absolutely. People who are late fucking infuriate me if you're listening to this and you're my friend know that you infuriate me if you're always late i usually am super early yeah so am if I. i'm on time i feel like i'm late so yeah yeah exactly going to the movies some i, I used to <laughs> i used to go to meetings uh, first and foremost what you should know about me is that i hate work meetings but 
I would go to work meetings really early before anybody else showed up just so that I could be in a room all alone. Mm, okay. <laughs> and then it's like, well, I'm not at my desk, so I can't be expected to do work. So I'm just like going to sit here. <laughs> I do that sometimes. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, if we're going to make it that simple, would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or an astronaut? Probably none. Do I have to pick one? None of course of those you do. Fine. Olympic gold medal because uh, space sounds horrifying. I was just going to pick Ash. I, you know what? I would like to be approved to go to space, but not go to space. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could have fucking paid me enough to go to space. I never want to go to space. Or like I just no take me to go to space. right beyond the atmosphere and then we come back down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, not even that. I don't want to go to space at all. <laughs> I don't even want to go on a fucking airplane. You think I want to go to space? Speaking of things that Marissa doesn't want to do, today a lot. There about, are so many things. Oh my God. And what? And I think that it's closely related to the reason you don't want to go to space. Today, I want to talk to everybody about sidewalk grates. Yeah, I'm assuming I could probably relate to at least to a degree to whatever Pete's going to talk about, but we'll see how crazy it is. I live in an apartment building across the street from the sidewalk that has a grate. Sometimes I look okay. out the window and I'm just like, look at those people. They're going to such great lengths to not step on that sidewalk great. <laughs> and then sometimes they go, oh, look at that dog. That dog is terrified of that great. I was hoping you were going to say you look out the window and you look at the great and you're filled with terror. Nope. <laughs> That's what I was hoping. I would say that there's maybe like two feet on one side and two feet on the other side of this thing. But the grate itself, I don't know, like 12, 15 feet long. So, like... How much time have you inspected this? I feel like you have to go a bit of a ways to get around it. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and and I see a lot of people do just that. And sometimes, like, depending on my mood, I'm like, ha-ha, look at that person who is going so far to get out of the way of the grate. And sometimes you're like... Fuck that person. (laughs) What are you so scared of? It's a freaking great. (laughs) Okay. I can't wait to see where this episode goes. So I thought I'd do some research on the topic. And uh, it is common for greats to cover spaces that are 8 to 10 feet deep. Okay. This is coming from WPIX in New York. But many of the spaces are far deeper. On the sidewalks of either side of PIX 11 Studios on East 42nd Street, there are grates covering spaces four or five stories deep. That's horrifying. And a fall down them. That is absolutely. Now you're giving me reasons to fear grates that I didn't have because I didn't fear grates. (laughs) I found, um, I understood why people fear grates. Sometimes I feel like a grate looks like it might fall in, so I'm like, when they don't look sturdy, I walk around them, but now you're telling me horrifying things. <laughs> now, these these are in New York, until I tell you otherwise. You might think I'm joking, guys. I have lots of irrational fears. There's a place on 42nd Street between Park and Lexington Avenues in New York where there is a block-long series of grates on the sidewalk. That's disgusting. <laughs> and apparently this is a very popular food spot. For like food trucks and things like that, and so How people, people have died. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Hundreds of people, though, walk down the block every minute to pick up their meals, and frequently they walk on the grates. There is a resident who lives near Columbus Circle, and he says what I would say. 
he walks on the grates without a care. He says, I figure someone before me would have fallen. What are the odds that I would fall in? Do you think you're a big man because you walk on grates without a care? Feels like you think like you are. Actually, he's right, according to this article. Someone before him it has seems like fallen. Topic to brag. In May 2007, Jessica Hinkman, then 26, fell 10 feet into mud at the bottom of a... What the fuck? ...of a Con Edison utility trench in Midtown after the great its great above it gave way. She landed just a foot away from... Oh, God, Marissa. She fell just a foot away from a live 13,000-volt transmitter. Yeah, okay. Now... Okay, I can't wait to see what your takeaway is at the end of this. Continue. Also, answering this question, albeit erroneously, in the 2004 romantic comedy Along Came Polly with Ben Stiller and Jennifer Aniston, he plays a an insurance analyst who is obsessed with avoiding risk. And in the movie, he's you know worried about the risk of love. But in one scene, he tells jennifer aniston's character that there is a one in forty six thousand chance of falling through a subway grate are you sure that's false <laughs> in fact the odds are much more remote the aforementioned cases and they mentioned multiple ones i just really told you about the one okay of great falling make up a majority of falls through sidewalk grates in new york city in recent years oh when you said great falling i thought you meant g-r-e-a-t and i got confused <laughs> just suddenly i change it <laughs> which which is to say that in the article they talk about maybe like five cases and that is the majority of cases that have happened okay considering that there are nearly 9.1 million people in new york city every weekday and only one of them falls through a grate every 20 months or so that's still plenty <laughs> what the fuck the occurrence of a fall through a grate is very low Put another way, that is one in 5.5 billion chance. There is one like woman. No, a hundred percent. Without a doubt, not being funny. I will now no longer walk on grades thanks to this episode. There is one woman in this article who's like, "Yeah, and if I fall through that grate, who am I gonna sue? I can't sue the city. They won't pay me." And they're like, "Yeah, they will. Like if it's actually yeah, broken." Yeah, the city, absolutely. Other related point, though, is that the grate itself and maintainment, if that's a word, of the grate is actually the duty of the people who own whatever is under the grate. So if it's like a subway, which, oops, I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you, some of the grates have a live subway right underneath them. This is not okay. To put it another way, the article says, the odds of me getting hit by a car are greater. This is the same guy from Columbus Circle. And the statistic is 1,600 people were injured from New York City uh, traffic last year, and 178 of those people died. And those numbers are far higher than the risk of falling into sidewalk grades. But a lot of that was the fault of the people who walked into traffic. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. You have no control with that grade. This is horrifying. My favorite part of this stuff is the explanations that they find. Okay. There is a prehistoric innate mechanism. Psychologist and anxiety disorder specialist Melissa Horowitz said, It's a mechanism of protection in the face of danger. A flight or flight response. Fight or flight response, said Horowitz. (laughs) It can be a perception of danger as opposed to actual danger. So because you think you might be one of those, you know, 9.1 million people who could this could happen to, you are going to take the steps to avoid it. Yeah. 
I mean... Similarly, though, you could say... Valid. And I, I apologize, Marissa, because this is the best I could come up with, but also I know that this is also you. You could say, well, I feel like I'm going to get in a car accident if I drive a car, so I'm just not going to drive a car. Yep. <laughs> that is me. Absolutely. You know why? Because I got in multiple car accidents. <laughs> they said that this phenomenon is the inverse of playing the Powerball. The odds of winning the Powerball lottery are very small, but people keep playing because eventually somebody wins. And when that person wins, they're like on the news and people are like, look, they're kind of trying to say when somebody falls through a grate, it makes it to the news. And so pe- it sort of fuels the moderately irrational fear that uh <laughs> that this could happen okay and anyway because of that people walk around the greats now i know what you're thinking if you're listening to this show you're like pete the hell do you care if people are walking around greats it doesn't matter and you're right it doesn't but then we traveled to chicago in 2016 a man fell down 15 feet did he die did these no people die? okay or one of these articles talked about another person who fell and they hit their head and they hit their ribs that's it. Oh, that sounds horrible. Nobody died, though. What do you mean, that's it? <laughs> so in 2016, a man fell down 15 feet. Uh, but the thing is, they're not sure how exactly he fell. Because me, personally, I would be worried about this. The grate gives way, and then I fall. And inevitably, I'm going to have to fall on this grate that looks like it could hurt a lot. Like, if yeah. I was walking down the sidewalk and I fell onto a grate and it didn't go through... It would still hurt because it's metal. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, um, accounts of this instance say that the man was trying to get his keys. And to me, that means maybe he was, like, lifting up a grate to try to, like, get keys that were stuck or something like that. But anyway, he fell in and he was in there for a while until the security guards, you know, heard him calling. uh, And then they got the the fire department, the fire police. I mean, I guess they're like the fire police. Hey, stop it, fire. Why? Maybe this is a stupid question. Why can't they just... uh, There's nothing more, like, permanent and foolproof they could put over a hole. They feel so permanent already. Do they? They rest this giant piece of metal on top, right? And, like, if you have a thing, you could probably pick it up, but, like... People aren't walking around with things and lifting them up or anything like that. Um, and the, like the lip, the edge that it rests on is so thick and it's made out of concrete. And to me, it's just as safe as anything else. Sometimes, though, if it like wobbles a little bit, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be like, this doesn't feel right, but I'm, I'm not on it anymore because it's like step, step, done. <laughs> okay. You seem, you seem like overly confident, but continue. This instance aside... This guy in 2016, WBEZ in Chicago, could not find any accounts of people falling through grates until they got back to the 1800s. Oh, shut up. The fact that they had them in the 1800s sounds even more weird to me. Yeah, I mean... So they, too, went to a psychologist who said that, again, my favorite part of this is the psychological interpretation of this. I have one more psychologist to talk about but this one says evolutionarily we are used to seeing something solid and opaque under our feet when, yeah, we, see exactly. <laughs> when we see something that we can see through we are uncomfortable with that surface i get that 100 percent. why are these things not opaque why are they not just metal i just like, think that's i just feel like that's a silly explanation it is but it's true 100 percent. Right. Right. no one wants to fucking see how far down it goes 
I feel like it's so easy to fix that. Why don't they just do that? Why don't they just give us the uh, the, the the notion of security? What Why? That, what would that be? Not having Make the grate. Okay. Make it like a metal plate. Oh no, you can't. You need you need the grate because you need to allow the steam to come up or, or uh, like yeah, uh, cooling of some sort. Oh, I don't know then. WB Easy. Again, Chicago, not New York. Looking at the statistics, uncovered that it's more benign-looking cracks, crevices, and holes that you may want to worry about. Between 2011 and 2015, the city faced more than 500 lawsuits involving alleged injuries related to falls, many of which involved tripping on sidewalks. The same people that they interviewed about a fear of grates were not at all concerned about, like, tripping over a pothole or, you know, like a misalignment in the cement or something like that. Can you do the city if you just trip over a fucking pothole? If you trip over the pothole and you get hurt, yeah. Good to know. Continue. <laughs> so I think a lot of this has to do with, you know, if you're worried uh, about ever having anything like that happen to you, then you don't walk on the grate because it's 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 a few extra steps and it's safe and easy. Right? But know that Pete will judge you. <laughs> I kind of will. Yeah. So then I wanted to look at another, the other instance of this that I mentioned, and we found our way to Cora.com, which is useless. Yeah, yeah. My dog is scared of sewer vents when we go on walks. What do I do? <laughs> the people's advice is silly. Okay. I wanted to read you Michelle Collard Stone, a doctor of animal behavior from UC Davis. Okay. This is what she wrote, and yes, I am going to put a slant on it. Okay. I would advise you to cross the street before you get close to one. Do your best to avoid them completely. There are ways to get over a phobia, but it really requires that a trainer or behaviorist assess the situation and coach you through the process in person. You might also need your veterinarian's cooperation to prescribe your dog a sedative. Wait, I'm sorry, where was this published? On Cora. Okay, continue. If you decide to hire a trainer or behaviorist to help you, they will use a process called systematic desensitization. Ask your vet to refer you to a qualified behaviorist in your area or Google pet behaviorist. Okay. <laughs> Since you might need your vet's assistance, a lot. it's a lot best to go with one that they recommend. But another person was like, yeah, me too. Happens to me. Some people are like, quit letting your dog be a wuss and just like make it cross over the grade. <laughs> but I see dogs that jump over the grade <laughs> or yeah. they just stop dead at the grade and then the person keeps walking and they're like, oh, I guess we the have to go around it. Tiny. I feel like it wouldn't comfor be comfortable on a grade anyway. That's, that's a good point because uh, the other reason that solely, purely, 100% makes sense to me about why you wouldn't want to walk on a grate is if you are wearing like a pointed heel of some sort. A lot of times that's the thing that, that people talked about in this where they're like, oh, the heel gets stuck in the grate and then, you know. Yeah. So that's, thank you for that. But also, yeah, maybe it would be rough on their pads. I don't know. Yeah, in my mind, it would be really rough. Related questions on Cora. Why does my dog's breath smell like a sewer? <laughs> okay, great. So this person who answered and is like, uh, I'm going to read you this, and then we're going to go to his qualifications, okay? Okay. My dog is scared of sewer vents. When we go on walks, what do I do? 
That's a tough one. It'd be great to magically grant a dog the gift of speech for an hour solely for the whimsical Saturday afternoon conversation, but simply <laughs> asking her would help, right? It could be the sound of walking on top of one. Dogs don't understand reverberation or material's resonance. They probably don't even realize its master's footsteps are getting louder. They just know that scary sounds come from those. And my master is crazy for stepping on it. <laughs> Maybe try sitting near the grate and have someone else walk her near This her. is too much work! <laughs> no! <laughs> Ugh. If that works, maybe you have the dog out of sight and you move a foot closer. Eventually, you will be on the grate. I would be surprised if this could happen all in one day, maybe not even in a few weeks. Gradual <laughs> is key and begin as far away from the grate as necessary. No, I don't like this at all. This anyway, is... it, goes, it goes on and on. He goes, like, dogs are deeply loyal and most trust their masters fully. <laughs> but I think if I had a dog who was afraid of the grates, I would walk around the grates for the sake of my dog. Similarly, like if I was dating somebody who was, I wouldn't be like, hey, what makes you think you're so special that you're going to fall down a grate? I wouldn't be like that. Instead, I'd be like, all right, fine, we'll walk around the grate. But I wouldn't say it like that. That would be me in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then I would save it for like a a late night fight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you always make me walk around grates. Okay, okay. No, I think I feel like, I, you know, I was just happy that I got to dig into this a little bit because it is my bathroom window. And so sometimes when I look out my bathroom window while I'm like brushing my teeth or something or shaving, like I'll be standing there for a while and I don't want to look at my own face. So I look out the window and I see these kinds of things happening. And uh, it's always intrigued me. So the consensus amongst people reporting on it, which you will not want to hear, Marissa, and you will put on me, <laughs> is... Mm-hmm. It's a completely irrational fear, despite the fact that it has happened a few times. I mean, you cannot erase that it has happened for a yes. few times. I want that to be The PIX article, oh my god, it goes into so much detail. There's one grate in New York City where a foot beneath the grate is an active subway. <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying! <laughs> and then there's somewhere it's like four or five feet below, but a majority of them... You know, like if they have utility things underneath or something like that, they seem to be pretty low down. I don't know. Whatever you say, Pete. The other thing is that this particular grate across the street from me um, requires that the sidewalk come out from, like, the rest of the sidewalk. And so, yeah, there's a lot of times when I just go, why don't they just cut the sidewalk there? Oh, they can't because there's a grate there. Anyway, guys, this is what I think about. (laughs) Marissa? Any thoughts? Any questions? Any... Uh, my thought is 100%. I'm not lying that I will now change the way I look at grades. <laughs> I generally, 50 50, I'd walk on them. A lot of them are uneven and those make me uncomfortable. But yeah. if they're totally even, I'll walk on them. Now I'll probably try to walk on none of them. Uh, thank you, Pete. Hey, interesting <laughs> fact I saw the movie Along Came Potley in theaters on a date. <laughs> I saw it in theaters too. I don't know where, why, or with who. Maybe on a date as well. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, I didn't hate it. Anyway, thank you, Pete. Uh, What an interesting thing and a new irrational fear to give me. (laughs) You're welcome. Uh, It's time for... It's time for... Do 
anything to plug? Yeah, I do. You know, I think I just want to plug, um, this is stupid, but those foam rollers that people roll on. I used one, it was good. They're pretty helpful. Oh, I'm always like, what the fuck is this? What is this really for? So that's good to know. Like, I've been having upper, middle, back stuff. Yeah. And I think it's related to posture. And it's been it's been helpful. Yeah. So Okay. Cool. They're expensive, but... How expensive? I got one from Target. The rack that it was hanging on said that mm-hmm. it was, I think, 18 bucks. Okay. And it was like 45 bucks no that's unacceptable <laughs> yeah wow my bill was much larger than i thought it was going to be when i left but i was just like uh you just weren't careful when you were shopping but then i got home and i was like oh no i i know 45 dollars for this thing <laughs> okay well, I, you know what i didn't i got confused whether we were doing two episodes in a row so i don't i'm sorry well i'll plug for marissa the new destroyer album is pretty fun i think marissa would like it okay i have to check that out thank you that's i plug <laughs> i'm incapable of keeping up with music without pete telling me <laughs> and our it. favorite joint destroyer song is bay of pigs which is oh, yeah. also worth checking out that's a good song thank you uh my plug is <laughs> why are you laughing i just made your plug for you because you said you didn't have one. Oh, you just did i'm sorry i told you i'm a little tipsy 570 pod one is our phone number what could people do there marissa is this something I know the answer to, or I'm making it up? Oh, you were going to make it up. Oh, you could tell us whether or not you step on grades. <laughs> and you you can should tell us call us a, while standing oh, on one. You could also tell us what irrational fears you have. Yeah, I have many. Also, don't forget about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash y'all heard. All right, time to go eat dinner. Yeah, I have food coming that <laughs> I... Tipsy ordered it, and I'm going to regret having spent that money tomorrow. Goodbye! Bye. Bye. Bye.